Hello and welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast, the place for modern women who are waking up to the truth of who they are on a path of feminine and masculine reunification. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. Women are healing from outdated paradigms and we are rising, but we're not doing it by fighting or further depleting ourselves anymore. We do it by remembering who we are and standing in that unified truth. Here, we remember together through stories, tools, and curiosity. And in doing so, we bring forward the place of women in our modern world. We infuse the sacred with logic, soul with spirit. We heal, embody, and activate a new feminine leadership. Listen, learn more, and work with me at sarahpoet.com. Now, let's begin. Hello, beautiful humans. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening. I hope this finds you well. I'm Sarah Poet and I'm so excited to bring you today's episode. I've actually re-listened to it once and then listened to portions of it again. Saskia, our guest today, is is a code carrier. So I want to talk at first here about what that means. That means that she is activated in the energetic, in the frequency of this topic of devotion. So she's a devotional code carrier. So when she speaks, even if you don't know exactly what she's meaning in one particular moment, because maybe on your path, you're not to the point of talking about devotion to God, or you're not, you know, you're like, that kind of sounds interesting, but I don't know if I even, you know, believe in that, that kind of thing. Um, go ahead and listen and see what sparks as truth in your own being, right? So when someone's a code carrier, like I'm a code carrier of these union templates, I'm always talking about feminine and masculine union, and it it sparks something in you. Um, and so when, when someone's a code carrier of something, and we've been activated in it, and there's a part of you that is looking for that information. And oh my gosh, you find yourself listening to this podcast on this day in this moment. And then something sparks inside of you. And that is such an important piece on this path of sacred remembering is to follow those nudges and breadcrumbs. And oh my gosh, you know, I heard this woman talk about God's will and God's devotion aligning to my free will. Saskia talks about that today. And it really sparked something in me. And then you just, you know, maybe re-listen, maybe save that and something comes up in another day or another couple of weeks that reminds you of it. And then, oh my gosh, you're more interested in the topic of devotion and oh my gosh, it's enriching your life and making your life better to have practices of devotion. So that's, that's how it rolls. That's what we're doing here. So Saskia is going to talk a lot about a lot of um, big concepts. And I am really excited to bring this forward here was really grateful um, that Saskia said yes to this interview. I met her just 
recently in the last months of 2020, we were in uh, a program together, uh, a business program together. And as soon as I heard her voice, and as soon as I heard her describe what she did, there was just this knowing in me that she had information for me um, as that code carrier, right? That activation of the essence. And so I ended up booking a call with her and I then needed to reschedule it and we ended up meeting on New Year's Eve. There's always a story. I have a little story for y'all. So we ended up meeting on New Year's Eve and I was going through clearing some, some, you know, negative, mm, <laughs> I'll say blocks or, you know, just energies. This miasma is a word that we use for these dense energies or the trauma energies and really kind of restructuring my personal architecture, you know, on this union walk. And we were coming into uh, the, the session and I had this glimmer, this memory, which I hardly ever think about. And so, you know, that's the subconscious and the soul working when there's this, um, by the way, remember this. And what I remembered was it was exactly two years prior that um, I had gone through a massive, I'll say, break in love relationship with someone who I believed at the time to be my like absolute, uh, you know, partner um, on a soul level. And so it was such a big and devastating break at that time. And it set me into a dark night of the soul. And all that to say, I was having this full circle moment where exactly two years later, just so happened to be exactly two years later, I was having this massive healing session with Saskia that was really removing the debris of, you know, all of these false union codes, false devotion codes, because they're floating around. You know, we get all these stories in our ear about um, the one or about, you know, what kind of um, attachment style we need to pair with or all these stories in our mind about the psychology or relationships or how they should be. Uh, the story in the mind, even like the the twin flame story, that's just, that's, that's not true. That's a story. Uh, that's not, not true. According to me, you can have your own truth. Um, and so we, we come into, um, you know, how we make meaning about things and that stays in our system and blocks us from the true activation of, of our truth, of our divine architecture, of our union codex as we can stand embodied in it. And so I did. I had my session with Saskia. It was amazing. Um, I, yeah. 
I just so appreciate her as, uh, as a woman walking this path, as a code carrier, as a healer, um, really stepping into some supreme gifts that the, that the planet needs right now in my experience and my opinion. So I will get to her bio and we will get to the interview. Thank you for being here. The topic of devotion when we have all of this history that's a little clouded, you know, with the masculine and we're coming into the healing in that relationship with the masculine, with men, with the sacred masculine, with what we call the God aspect of the masculine or the Christos, uh, when we're coming into right relationship with that, I know that there's a lot to clear and heal and transmute um, before we might be ready for the topic of devotion. But like I said, just give it a listen, uh, because it's so beautiful and it's going to perk something in you. If you'd like to reach out and share what it perks in you, we would love to hear it. You can leave a review where you listen to podcasts. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Here we go. Saskia Tarquino is a multidimensional quantum healer and a hero's gamos and devotional template code carrier. She offers quantum fieldwork, quantum timeline repair, soul retrieval, light body repair, removal of implants, blocks, ancestral curses. She cleanses miasma from childhood and past life, and she provides DNA upgrades supporting the restoration of the diamond sun body. She specializes on restoring the inner divine union heroes gamos and correcting the devotional template in the high heart. She offers powerful upgrades for the hero gamical mission and union template, allowing you to reclaim your transmutation and co-creation power of your own heart, supporting you to restore true inner fulfillment, and externally co-create your deepest soul desires together with God. Together with her beloved, she has founded the Divine Union Alchemy to support other Divine Union couples to reunite back together by restoring inner Divine Union with God, call in their true beloved into their life, and support them on the path to hierogamical marriage, removing any anti-hierogamic reversals causing separation, protecting their union against dark attack, and activating their mission blueprints in service to God. Very powerful work. Saskia and her beloved have a program upcoming. We talk about it at the end of this session. And also, I do want to let you know that this interview was interrupted by a technical error right in the middle. And so in the middle, you're going to hear from me a little bit, and then we get back to the interview. So stick it out. Hello, Saskia. Welcome to the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Hi, Sarah. So excited to be here with you. I love hearing your voice. It's so amazing to be here with you. Um, congratulations. You just recently got married, yes? Yes, I did. I finally met my true beloved. And um, yeah, I'm just feeling so very blessed that after such a long search and seeking and going through such 
an incredible also amount of suffering and toxic relationships, including a false twin flame relationship that deeply shattered me. Um, I finally met my true counterpart, my genetic equal that, you know, is also holding the mission blueprint, the mission blueprint that is connected to mine. And, you know, together we are now starting our, our joint mission in service to God together, which also includes uniting other divine union couples. And yeah, we're just incredibly feeling incredibly blessed to be on this path together. Yes. Ah, so amazing. Congratulations. I know that the, the walk to get there is um, not easy for many. And so it sounds like uh, yours was um, one of those tricky, you know, journeys where we have a lot of reflection and relationship that shows us, well, here's how to integrate this part of ourself and that part of ourself. And, and then, um, you, you do enough integrating <laughs> and you, uh, live in devotion and then voila, look what happened for you. So I'm so happy, um, to hear, to hear that. And I look forward to hearing more of your story today. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. So I would just love for us to just jump right in to today's topic, which is devotion. And when I heard you speak on devotion, it was so pure of heart that I thought, oh my goodness, I want you to come onto the podcast to talk about devotion. Um, so you definitely mm -hmm. hold what I would call devotion templates. I mean, you understand this in your beingness. And uh, so thank you so much for being here again to speak to this topic that I know is so, so dear to you. Um, so I just really want to nice. open it up from there and, and to say, Saskia, tell us about devotion. <laughs> Please. <laughs> You're right. Like, so from the moment that I heard this, this word devotion, it just activated something so deep in me, like this remembrance of my soul came back online, like my devotional codes. I, I believe like I am a devotional code carrier and also a Heroes Gamos code carrier. So this really like brought online, you know, my own unique remembrance um of my my voice how to transmit this devotional codes to restore this remembrance in others and also in myself on deeper levels so yeah what is devotion um devotion is actually just our own soul fire our own burning desire to return home to heaven on earth home to god home to uniting with all of our own soul parts. And it is more than just this, this feeling of wanting to bask in bliss. It's literally this fire, this inner fire that is ready to burn down anything, any blocks, any false identities, anything that's not aligned to truth, that's standing in the way, like even, you know, um, comfortable illusions or illusionary safety that we have, you know, found or, you know, that keeps, that gives us this illusion of, of safety, but actually it's holding us back from our true deepest soul desires. Literally what devotion is, it's like from our own free will, we're aligning our own free will together with the divine will, with this highest cosmic divine intelligence in this deep trust and remembrance that 
you know, our own true soul desires are actually one and the same with God's divine will for us. And God just has this divine highest intelligence of living light that far surpasses our own and can just guide us straight to our true soul desires. And we can also magnetize, we become magnetic to our truest, deepest soul desires. When we also restore, you know, this trust between us and God, giving our soul fully back into God's hands so God can take charge of our lives. So beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, I love the, I think it was through a, um, a devotional practice that I was handed from you. So it had your, your voice and your um, transmissions in it. And this piece about aligning your free will to God's will, I found just to be so powerful in, um, in, in practicing with that and being in my own recognition of that. It's like, oh, there, you know, we know or we think, you know, we have this idea that there's no separation, but there was something about free will, like your free will is God's will. Um, you know, this podcast is about sacred remembering, and I often talk about sacred truth. And so it's this coming back into alignment with the truth of who we are, that we are sacred, that we are divine, and that, I mean, what you're saying um, just is is so beautifully aligned to that it's it's the same topic that um what we really desire and i love what you're saying about false illusion too because you know the ego wants a lot of things um like the ego wants the perfect partner or you know the quote-unquote twin flame or the um you know the money already and and all of those things or the fame or the book or the you know whatever the thing is that the ego wants and then there's like a a more pure uh, free will that is this sacred free will. Would you like to speak to that a little bit more? Yes. So um, I think it's really important um, to make this discernment between what is a you know a true soul desire and what is an ego desire, as you already mentioned. Um, you know, so like an ego desire is usually you know an overlay. It's um, I see it as like the very core of our soul. You know, is innocence, is purity, and literally like our future higher selves in the heart of God. They already embody our true soul desires. They possess every single one of our soul desires. Like even you know, like abundance is just a natural part of who we are. Like the this remembrance of our sacredness, of our glory. You know, having our gifts fully online, you know, being in a true divine union with our beloved, um, you know, being in service on our, in our, on our soul purpose in service to God, like all these things are true soul desires that are like a natural part of who we truly are. It's literally something that is eternally ours and can't be taken away from us. And, you know, ego desires are like overlays. They're like temporary, um, you know, they, things that we believe can give us temporary satisfaction or like help us avoid pain or, um, yeah, just can be something that gives us this, this illusionary feeling of, of safety or satisfaction. But it's not really coming from, from the core of our being. And so, you know, we can bring in this, this discernment and, 
when we remember that our soul desires that we it literally like we're not just only worthy of them they're a part of who we are it's literally us yearning to reunite with our own soul parts and you know remembering how worthy we are to call them back into literally reclaim our own soul fragments and every time like a soul fragment is returned to us it comes back with a part of our soul desires that comes back into our lives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so beautiful yeah i was thinking as i was listening to you how you know we're in this time in the world where there's so much contraction based on what's happening outside you know we have this pandemic and we've been in these masks for a really long time and um there's this political thing in the u.s and you know there's like vaccinations there's just all sorts of things um you know i was going out of the house yesterday and uh was wearing something and i kind of joked uh, and, and my son was like mom it's covid nobody is looking at each other and i was like wow kiddo i mean he's just 12 so anyway we could you know there's there's a lot of lost connection but i think that there there's just a lot of fear in the collective and i know a lot of empathetic sensitive women are feeling that and picking up on that and this choice to, well, I guess one thing I'll say right there is that fear can cause us to go further into the ego desire, right? Because the, yes. the outside world kind of tells us, well, it should look like this and it should look like that. And so we can kind of like the fear sparks, we, we go further into the ego desire. And so at this time, I see, you know, it's more important than ever that we do align to the sacred truth and that we do align to the unification with the beloved. And, you know, I talk about balancing feminine and masculine a lot. And so it's so courageous, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Literally, you know, devotion is everything. Like it's all that we need. It, um, our devotion, you know, to prime source creator holy mother holy father is like all that we need in this world to keep us safe you know to keep us protected no matter what's happening around us so it's literally this beautiful homecoming of marrying our soul deeper with god merging it back with god which is the cosmic divine principle also of the cosmic divine masculine and the cosmic divine feminine and like the cosmic divine masculine is literally you know, the, the, the highest force, mm-hmm. the, pr- the highest protector of what is sacred that keeps us safe, that guides us, that supports us, that provides for us. It's literally its highest honor and pleasure to bless us with miracles. And so this is where devotion is literally, um, our biggest safety that we have in this world, like giving, you know, to our own free will, aligning our free will with God's divine will for us, that God's intelligence can take over our life and literally guide us to every direction where we are on our highest path of alignment. So the beautiful thing is, is that, you know, also to reach our true soul desires and this beautiful alignment, it doesn't depend on struggle. We can really release this old paradigm of like that we have to work so hard, fight so hard, struggle so hard, or like that it somehow depends on effort or time invested. It simply is proportional to the strengths and the purity of our devotion. 
how deeply we're, we're willing to surrender to God and also trust in God, aligning our free will with God and, you know, our willingness to burn down anything that's standing in the way, no matter if, you know, our ego or our fears are, you know, making it seem uncomfortable for us to make this step. But if we really trust, like we will always, you know, be rewarded beyond measure. Yes. So how does a woman cultivate that trust? Well, so it's an, it's a beautiful process that happens moment by moment. It is literally in every single moment we have to make this choice to align our heart, merge our heart deeper with God. It is, um, it is, of course, you know, at the beginning, it is literally this choice to restore back this sacred holy vow between our soul and God. It's like giving our soul as the bride over to the, the cosmic divine principle that is the force that can take care of our soul more than any other force could ever do or any other human or any security in this world ever could. You know, no insurance, no locks on our doors, no precautionary measures could ever. No man. Us, <laughs> no man. No man. Right. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, like really finding it's like this is the inner divine union you know cultivating this inner divine union that we remember that god is our refuge god is our savior and god is our source for sustenance for everything we could ever need or desire like on all levels like mentally you know where there's confusion we can source clarity back we can you know restore the, our discernment we can you know source to our hearts um, this emotional stability again that we're yearning for, like where we have pain, we can transmute it with this golden eternal living light through anchoring this into our hearts, into our bodies. It's literally, it's not a mental practice. It's like an embodiment practice. Like we have to remember it on a cellular level, like on, like really feeling the sensations in our body. You know, anywhere we have discomfort in our body, we have to remember that we have literally like a vortex in every single cell straight to the heart of God. Mm. And it's a vortex it's in every cell straight to the heart of God. I love that. Yes. Yes. It's like, because God is life and, you know, God is connected to everything that is alive. Like every living feeling being has a connection to the heart of God because there's like this misconception sometimes that God is just a being that is always in, you know, internal bliss or, or just a numb being. But the truth is like the feminine aspect of God, Holy Mother, you know, the divine feminine principle is sensitivity itself, you know, is feeling, you know, that's even embodied in our feminine aspect in our physical body is our nervous system, you know, our heart, our nervous system. So, Literally, you know, the proof that we can feel that our cells are alive and we're feeling something, even if in moments it can be pain, is the proof that actually God is alive in our cells. So we can feel this comfort by knowing that we literally have the highest force of love, truth, and highest living light intelligence, prime source creator that loves us, cares for us beyond measure, and has the highest power and benevolence and that love supporting us is present with us inside ourselves. And 
you know, we forget that there's so in so many moments in our lives where we just feel lost, alone, separate from God. And, you know, this is where it's like this difference between suffering and pain. Like when we disconnect from this truth, from this remembrance that God is with us, God then can't reach us. And it's like, we feel this suffering. We feel this feeling of despair or stuckness. And literally it's as simple as remembering this truth, like on a cellular memory, retraining our nervous system, our body, our heart to remember in moments where we need God most. And we've actually been conditioned, been conditioned to trauma in those moments to push God out of our bodies, to retrain our, our bodies, our nervous system, to just simply remember this one truth that we're not alone, that God is alive within ourselves, feeling exactly what we're feeling together with us and deeply caring about us. And this is like this inner divine union practice where just by remembering this, we are giving God permission to support us. And we already start to feel just to this remembrance, this al alchemization, this transmutation process taking place where we start, we can feel the pain and simultaneously this sense of relief comes in that we're not alone. This, this restores like inner peace. This restores like a spark of inner joy coming back that we are taken care of. You know, the highest force that has miraculous powers and loves blessing us is taking charge now of supporting us with whatever we're feeling. So we're bringing our everything that we're feeling, our frustration, our pain, our disappointment, our heartache. We can bring everything into this heart, into the heart of God through this vortex in ourselves or like vice versa, like bringing God's, you know, living light to this remembrance into into ourselves it's like it's one and the same because through this vortex you know our cells are connected with the heart of god and so this is such a beautiful process that you know just gets deepened and strengthened day by day moment by moment it really deepens this inner merge between our soul and god and um yeah restores also just this devotion in every moment to to just be led by god to surrender to god and Remember that God is our refuge for everything. Yes. So beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, you are definitely a transmitter of these codes. I mean, it's just, it just comes from through your voice and you just flow with it. So thank you so much. I love, you know, the word fire that you used mm -hmm. earlier. And then there's also this gentle grace of devotion. So I love that you talk about it in both ways, that there's this burning desire and yet also surrender. I'm just noting that. Yes. So I, like I really love both. There's like a burning fire. And, and I think as women in this culture, we're, we're a lot, we're very used to feeling some kind of <laughs> burning desire and then just going about working toward it. And then we end up in more hustle, more struggle. And so it's like, it's the fire and, and the trust, like the, the surrender in trust um, simultaneously. That feels really, yes. really rich what you're saying. Yes. Uh, it's like this shift. Um, yeah. To just have this devotion first and foremost to truth, you know, it's like this inner masculine principle in us comes alive, like this protector of what is sacred, you know? Yes. So it's like that the protector of what is sacred is ready to sacrifice 
what is false, you know, what is not of truth. And instead of like, you know, the the opposite, like sacrificing what is sacred, you know, to an attachment to, to like a desire, burning desire that comes from an ego desire. Right. So it's, it's literally, you know, this, this masculine energy of this masculine cosmic principle of anchoring in this alignment, this devotion, this fierce devotion to truth to activate our protector of what is sacred inside. And so it's almost yeah. like a, a masculine electric flame that comes true from the Holy Spirit. So it's like, actually, it's um, this devotion is a, a chakra, a template that needs to be rebuilt in the high heart. It's um, between our heart and our throat. We have the eighth chakra. It's actually located in our thymus gland. And it um, is literally a portal in our high heart that pulls, magnetically draws in the Holy Spirit. This white blue flame is also called the Amaria flame. And it literally comes from the heart of God. It's like our own higher self that comes in and it just helps us even more to purify this devotion on all levels. And it even restores our remembrance of our own innocence and purity. We start to feel like this, this inner purity in our heart. You know, it reminds us of how eternally we deserve our true soul desires because we're really feeling this inner purity of just wanting to serve God's will, you know, being so devoted to truth, no matter what, that we're even willing to sacrifice things that you know, are false, although they might be comfortable within us. And so this, this really restores any beliefs or any, it just collapses out. It burns down. This flame literally can throughout the whole body burn down like trauma. It can burn down imprints of the dark mother, the dark father, um, that have yeah, cause like these feelings in us of unworthiness, lack of faith and trust in God's miraculous support, and all kinds of of trauma caused through persecution, betrayal, abandonment, rejection. It literally just burns it all down. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, yeah, I would like to ask you about your story, but I think I have like a segue question. Um, mm-hmm about the masculine because you were just referencing how this flame comes in and there's this purity of a masculine essence inside of us that is the part that is willing to to burn anything down and um that is the part that takes the action toward the devotion and you said um the masculine is the protector of the sacred. And so, so many women have an association with the masculine that was willing to sacrifice the sacred and the sacred feminine. And so, um, I'm wondering if you started with that template and, and needed to correct that as well. Um, yeah, so I, I, you know, that might apply to your own story or maybe not, but I would love to hear you speak to that. And then tell us a little bit about your own journey. Mm, yes. Well, yes. Yeah, so um, definitely like, so the inversion of, you know, the sacred protector, the divine cosmic masculine essence or principle that we have within us when it is purified, like the inversion of that is, 
you know, the, the it's like, it's even, I can see it as a multidimensional quantum field here. And I see it in the light body as a, it's called a crucifixion implant. So it does the opposite. It's like in a drain, a leak in the field where to a false belief or a false protective mechanism that was imprinted through trauma or that we've taken on through trauma, through a belief that this would in some ways protect us. Mm. Um, what it does, it actually sacrifices what is sacred. So it can sacrifice our life force. And, um, you know, it, it can come in all sorts of forms. It can come like, um, in form of like the martyr syndrome. It can come, you know, or the savior complex or the tyrant is associated there. Yeah. Yes. It can come mm -hmm. in lots of different forms, you know, like even in the pineal gland, um, this is like connected to our, awareness of truths and mm. so there, there i see a lot of crucifixion implants where you know where in some ways we numbed out our own ability to see truths because it was too painful or because we had a certain attachment to something that our ego wants mm -hmm. you know for for my in my own journey i can definitely relate to that a lot because um you know being on being in this false twin flame relationship where i first believed this is my true beloved but, you know, essentially this, this relationship kept collapsing me in my pain body. And it was literally built on a false, um, devotional template. Like instead of recognizing that it was my soul's deepest desire to first merge back with God. So, um, I externalized this desire of meeting my true beloved within first, within me. And I externalized that and projected that onto a mortal human person. It's like this yearning inside us is so strong. And so when this devotional template is not corrected, then, you know, it can be hijacked by dark forces. It like literally can take consent to our wounds. And what happens is like, you know, they can send us like a person that can actually mimic the true beloved in a certain way but it hijacks our devotional template it literally collapses us because we place that man um, on the throne of our devotion we make them almost like the center of our universe of our joy of our happiness and we just want externally to struggle to you know receive that devotion from them but because we are not you know, having that first within us, it's literally just a reflection of that a lack of our own devotion. And so it becomes this excruciating experience that collapses us further. It becomes this devotional crisis where we literally just feel deep, shattering, um, suffering and despair from not receiving this devotion, this presence, this love that we so deeply yearn for from the men that we feel this attachment to. So I have gone through this experience myself and can totally relate. To read my blog, schedule sessions, and learn more about upcoming offerings, go to sarahpoet.com. Tailored private mentorships are available for women at various points on their reunification path, from claiming the voice to true union templates. And online e-courses are there if you're just wanting a taste. Women's group and couples coaching information is also on the web. Again, sarahpoet.com. I'll see you there. And don't forget to sign up for my email list. 
Okay, so we had a little disruption in the recording. And so you were talking about um, correcting the devotional templates and the crucifixion implants, which is such important information because I think I think this is actually going to be new for a lot of listeners. And so you were recognizing that you needed to correct the crucifixion implants within yourself um, and come back into the template of devotion. But yes, I, so yeah, go ahead. That's correct. So yeah, the crucifixion implants are... You know, in our masculine architecture, in our light body, um, you know, so our masculine principle is here to protect what is sacred also inside of us, of course. So protecting our life force and, you know, just protecting the feminine heart, protecting our nervous system. And so where there's a crucifixion implant, there's literally an inversion. So there's something in us to a false belief or to a false protective mechanism that we have adopted to trauma where we are ourselves, you know, sacrificing our own life force. So it's literally, we have to restore our inner divine masculine protector within us. And yeah, so I also see these crucifixion implants a lot, you know, in the pineal gland um, in the third eye, which is like where we have our awareness of truth. So that's also where I had a lot of crucifixion implants when I was still connecting, you know, to the false light, um, the false light teachings to, you know, the false, I was like on a false ascension path, literally, because my devotional template was collapsed. I was still under this illusion where I was like projecting, I was projecting outwardly my it's like, that's a true soul desire that I wanted to unite with my true beloved. But like, instead of, you know, connecting to the deepest soul desire of knowing that it's my soul's deepest desire to first unite with God, because nothing else can really give us this fulfillment that our soul's yearning for and craving before God can. Right. So it's literally just a mirror, an external mirror when our devotional template is collapse because we're placing a mortal human man on that throne of our devotion wanting to receive fulfillment through a partner externally first before we receive that within that's when you know it can be hijacked this template can be hijacked the dark forces um literally can scan our field for this inversion and see when we have this collapsed devotional template they can bring in a person that is can mimic the true beloved in a way and can make us believe, you know, that we must place this mortal human man on our throne of our hearts, which really brings us deep suffering and shatters, shatters, you know, it can target literally the heart. It even taught this is something that literally targets high level star seeds, high level, you know, just high angelics and women with a really powerful mission because this, you know, can, really pull us off our our mission by oh, being yeah. so hooked into and you know constantly collapse in our pain body and yeah this this crucifixion implant in in the third eye is literally sometimes you know to our own like our own willingness that we're like we're not ready to see truth we have this strong attachment we want it to be that specific man and we don't want to let go of that attachment so this doesn't allow us to see the full truth and, you know, we have to have restored this inner willingness that we're not attached to the outcome, that we're just willing 
to give it all up to God. And no matter what the truth is, if we like it or not, we're just restoring this devotion to truth. And we're restoring this devotional template where it's literally, you know, it connects to the two kidneys, the, the left and the right kidney, symbolizing, you know, the, the inner masculine, inner feminine. And when it is collapsed, you know, it's there's just no devotional template. So it becomes a triangle by those two points of the two kidneys being raised up to the devotional template in the high heart. So it forms like this beautiful, perfect trinity triangle with a perfectly aligned 120 degrees angle. So the more this devotion is restored, the more this is raised up within us. This architecture is corrected. This devotional template is corrected and it literally can't be hijacked anymore. Like once we've restored this inner devotional template and, you know, we also just literally receive our fulfillment, our joy, you know, our peace. We're sourcing it straight from God. This will be mirrored externally. We will attract the person that is just mirroring what we have already received from within to, you know, our souls unification with God. So this inner sacred marriage where we already feel met by God. We already feel this fulfillment, this joy. We feel like cherished, loved, honored, protected, supported within. And then it can be mirrored externally through a partner that just reflects these beautiful qualities that we, you know, we don't desperately need him to give it to us we're already receiving it from within and it's just it becomes like this mirror of our corrected devotional template so beautiful and 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 then you found your beloved in the human (laughs) form and so i would love if you're okay with it for you to talk about what that relationship does look like for women who are hearing this and saying like oh i I see the path. Oh, I might be projecting um, my relationship with God onto man, and I want to begin to correct that. And so, um, what does this devotional relationship with the human beloved look like for you? Well, um, you know, the the primary difference that I notice is literally just, you know, this devotion and love is just like so pure and strong between us that, you know, it's like when you're with your true beloved, like you don't have to fight for their devotion. You don't have to fight for their love. Like that's just there, you know, that's just there. And at the same time, it doesn't mean like you won't have incredible challenges to face, but like you're facing them together because, you know, that's what a true divine union is, Mm -hmm. is like you're both partners have already given themselves back to God. Yeah. And so God has even brought them together, has united them. And so it's literally, that's what brought us together is also what is the foundation of our relationship, like our devotion first and foremost to God. And of course, each other, you know, and and our love that is so strong that it can just overcome the most, you know, incredible challenges that feel almost impossible, you know, to overcome literally it. It is, we've just in six months overcame so much and it just feels so beautiful because we're, you know, doing it together. We're always like coming back to our devotion and seeing like, where do we have leaks in our devotion? Like, where can we strengthen and mm-hmm. purify our devotion, you know, f- between our soul and God to like, for example, anchor in deeper t- faith and trust? You know, we all carry so much deep trauma and 
in past lifetimes, you know, in our childhood or even through ancestral wounds, there can be like this, these imprints in us where this faith and trust in God got shattered. And, you know, we, we are challenged to doubts. We're challenged to things that, you know, seem like there's struggle here. And yet we have to come back to this place of strengthening and purifying. Yeah. This, this devotion again and again. And, you know, strengthening this, this faith and trust and also this remembrance of our sacredness, of our worthiness, which is more connected to the, the feminine remembrance of like that we are you know, the glory that we have, this eternal innocence and purity, and we can reclaim it. And yeah, it's like a really incredibly beautiful process, yet very humbling too. Like we both had to like face, I mean, the most excruciating ego death too, because we're of course also like the mirror, like the, the purest like mirror for each other. And, you know, it's, it's been, yeah, incredibly humbling at times too, to like see our own, um, you know, distortions like mirrored and playing out. And because of our love that we don't want to hurt each other, you know, we quickly come back to this realization. We can pray to God and ask God to help us remove these, you know, false protective mechanisms that create separation between us. And literally, you know, we've, we've seen incredible miraculous shifts that I've, you know, I never knew things could shift so quickly when both people have this strong devotion, you know, that's oh, literally wow. what, yeah, what, what's always, you know, been missing for me when, you know, it's a lot of the times women make this experience that they, you know, so desperately want to change their partner yet, you know, it's like when we change ourselves inside by correcting this devotional template by, you know, practicing this inner divine union within yeah. That's how we can, you know, create these changes with more grace. And of course, when both partners are, are doing this, you know, it, it flows. And of course, it doesn't mean we, we also have our moments where, you know, we reach like blocks and challenges and, you know, but we always just come back to this place of, of devotion and, you know, this devotion to truth, you know, this willingness to collapse out anything inside ourselves, you know, literally identities. I had to let go of so many parts of my false identities that I even believed are, you know, part of my personality because they've been with me so long and I had to just give it all up to God and, you know, come back, you know, to, to the surrender. And, you know, there's been many times where I had to realize like, that's actually not part of who I truly am. This mm -hmm. is like an inorganic false protective mechanism. And I have mm -hmm. to release that and sacrifice that part of me, you know, in, in devotion to, to truth, to who I really am. And so it really just brings us back more to who we truly are, really literally collapses out these false aspects of ourselves that make space to anchor in more of our own true soul essence. So it's a very, very powerful alchemical process that happens. And it, you know, at times it, it really is, um, yeah, humbling and even scary to go through these processes. But, you know, with, with our devotion, we just know that we're, you know, protected by God. We're, we're held by God through this process. And yeah, it's, it's been incredibly life changing and it's just beautiful and, and humbling altogether. It's so powerful. I mean, two beings on this path together is just such a powerful force. So I'm just really imagining that the alchemy is happening very, very fast, like every day, all day long. <laughs> just, um, yeah, just 
uh, refining you. Uh, but but this path of devotion is um, is the source of the alchemy. I can really hear that in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so beautiful. So before we conclude, I want you to be able to tell everyone about the Divine Union Alchemy that you and your beloved are hosting coming up soon in February. Yes, um, we are starting our Divine Union Alchemy course on February 17th and just inviting in both singles and couples who are ready to, you know, really call in, you know, their true beloved within and without, like really restoring their devotional template. We're going to be going really deep into, you know, collapsing out ancient trauma from childhood, from past lives, ancestral trauma. And, you know, we're just going to even go back into the ancient times where the first separation occurred between the, the true counterparts mm-hmm. someone's going back into ancient Lemuria and Atlantis and there's been so much of you know the dark forces that have been trying to like keep these unions separate because they're yeah. literally like the biggest threat right. to That's their so agenda yeah and so you know there's so much anti-hierogamic technology gender reversals gender splits we have to go in really deep into restoring you know our true organic masculine and feminine architecture within and um collapsing out all of these reversals and imprints even from childhood from what we call the dark tyrannical father and the dark mother and you know collapsing that out recoding that back with our connection to true Holy Mother, Holy Father, that can help us purify our own inner masculine and feminine principles so we can bring them and unite them back together in deeper harmony. And so this course is literally designed for people who are ready to call in their true beloved. And we're going to be taking them through this process that we have gone through ourselves, like actually in preparation for this divine union, but also now during this, you know, during you know, all the codes um, and blueprints that we have downloaded while being in this divine union. We want to literally share this with, with people who are ready to prepare for, you know, coming into true divine union. We really believe this is our mission to support other divine union couples to come back together. We're so excited to see this happening. That is so powerful. Thank you so much for doing that work. And where can people find you on the web? Um, our website is called um, divineunionalchemy.com. Wonderful. Yes. And we're also just, uh, you know, accessible over Facebook, Lucas Turquino and Saskia Turquino. Um, we have just posted today our group program with the weekly description. If anyone wants to find out more detailed information. Wonderful. We're invited to yeah, direct know- message us. Perfect. I know that some people are going to check that out because it's been very, very powerful to listen to you today. And thank you so much for being here. And I'm just wanting to pause and ask you if there's anything that is um, that I didn't ask that you want to share in conclusion. Um, I think I've gone into everything, but I just wanted to say that visually, you know, I want everyone to remember that, you know, you are worthy of your truest, deepest soul desires, and you can literally draw them in by correcting your devotional template and that, you know, it is 
anyone who believes, you know, that you can't have this in this lifetime, this is like a false program. Like you are worthy and you can reclaim these true soul desires, like the moment and you remember who you truly are and come into right relationship again with, you know, the true cosmic Holy Father and Holy Mother. They love to bless you and it's their pleasure when you have this willingness to collapse out any block standing in the way, there's nothing, there's like no force that can stand in the way when you unite your soul back with God. Oh, I love that. I love that. I feel like I I want to rewind. I, there are often these snippets on the podcast where I'm like, rewind that two minutes and listen to that as many times as you need to. And that, <laughs> that conclusion was so perfect. Saskia, thank you so much for being here and having this such an important conversation. I, I mean, it's it's life-changing, this information and the codes that you're carrying. So thank you for being here and sharing. Thank you so, so much, Sarah. It was such an honor and pleasure to be here. Wonderful. This is Sarah Poet of Embodied Breath, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm curious, what was your biggest takeaway? Remember that you are not alone on the sacred path and women are rising now together. You can visit my website, sarahpoet.com for more tools and inspiration to support your sacred remembering path. Please be sure to check the show notes, subscribe to this podcast, share with a friend, and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I love to hear from you stay connected. And here's to your path of sacred remembering.